welcome into Caitlin's Craft Collective's November, where we talk about wool and all things woolly every day in November, and we certainly have. Today's prompt is voice, and I thought, woohoo, I'm a podcast, I can talk about podcasting. Ha, that's going to be easy. <laughs> right, so then I was walking the dog, and I thought, oh, Oh, sheep. Sheep have voices, but sheepy, woolly voices are kind of, they say bah quite a lot. They say bah more when they're stuck somewhere or they're talking to their lambs or occasionally each other. But most of the time, sheep don't really say an awful lot. It's like cows as well. Cows will only really make a lot of mooing if they're needing something or wanting something. So, most of the time when sheep are in the field, they're just kind of chewing and their noise is munch, munch, munch. So, if you are not a sheepy person and you don't really have much to do with sheep, there's your wee tidbit for today. And it's kind of a thing where you're like, why is a sheep making so much noise? And then you have a good look at them and realise, oh, that's because wee lammy Johnny is over in the wrong field part. And his mummy, Cheney, is going, where are you? It's time for tea. Or wee Johnny's going, mummy, I'm hungry and I've lost you. Meh. So, um, I thought, well, in this November, I will be their voice. Um, farmers don't really get an awful lot of money for wool. It gets chopped off them most of the time nowadays. It costs more to have the shearer come and take off the fleece than it does for them to get the money back from the wool marketing board in the UK, which is a disgrace because they're they're creating a project that can be really, really, really worthwhile and really good. And it's a local to the UK industry. Um, And sadly, because... Well, and also practically. People don't have that much money and they look to cheaper things to buy. Cheaper things come from abroad and so the cycle continues. When there's no market for it, then it goes to the compost a lot of the time, which is really sad. But at the same time, sheep need to be sheared. Or some people, most farmers in the UK think that sheep need to be sheared. I'm sure there is the odd one that doesn't. So, voices for sheep and wool, uh, King Charles. He's been a long-time patron of the campaign for wool and promoting all things woolly. And it's not so that it's like a luxury item, but just an everyday item. Because um, it's nice to have a woolly jumper in the winter. And they, like I keep saying, it doesn't have to cost that much money. You can buy some pure wool from some of the bigger companies for a really good price. And if you're wanting to make something that you know will be lasting for quite a long time and you're going to have enjoyment making it, then you go for it and have a wee shop around. Or if you have got the money and you want to spend it, then why not treat yourself to some really, really nice wool from your local breeders or um, 
if you want to breed wool, you could go to blacker yarns who do breed wools. Um, and you can then help keep our wool industry going. Um, so then we've got podcasters who promote, even if they don't really think they're promoting, um, the use of wool. Now, I'm going to say, me, hi, I'm a podcaster. And no, I don't always use wool, but I see its worth and think that it's lovely to wear the woolly jumper and over the years I've saved up to buy the jumper's worth of wool or the um, garment's worth that I'm needing and then it makes it, it's not luxurious to me but it makes it a bit more precious because it's not kind of that acrylic that um, they're not actually as warm as wool either and after you're finished with that acrylic jumper it won't really that's it it's not very much that can be uh, recycled into whereas wool can be composted down and put back into the earth so there's something to think about as well so we have lots and lots of other podcasters and video casters. I'm sure that you have your own favourites. Obviously, I'm the top listeners. <laughs> Come on, I have an ego. And I thought I could mention some that I have found in my list, whether they be not been recorded for a while, but you can still actually listen back to them, or some that I'm maybe a few behind. Um, or I have watched a couple of times or just thought that they would be good to recommend. So I'm going to start just at the top and these are in no order of favouritism but I admire you all. There we go. And I'm sorry if I have not mentioned you. Um, I was really badly doing a few notes and these are the ones that I've got. So my lovely friends Vivian and Alison of Keep Cam and Carry On. Um, I've written Carry On, but it's not Carry Yarn. <laughs> and they talk about knitting and crocheting. I think that that's really cool. And I love both of them. They're just really, really lovely people. And then there's Giddy, Yarn, Giddy Knits. should stop making things up in my ear. And she dyes yarn as well. Um, she's a video podcaster, whereas Keep Cam and Carry Yarn are both. We get uh, audio and video, which is pretty cool. Um, Giddy Nets did a really good one video the other day, and um, she, as I said before, the other day, has put out some advent calendar suggestions of knitting, and she has got she's actually made some of these, so you can see them in. I would say person, but no, you'd have to be in front of her because that's a bit um, on her camera. That's the word I was looking for. And then I've got the most lovely Ailey, who is a thoughtful knitter, and she is in Keithness. And um, she's just really, really nice. All these people are nice. So um, she's very talented. <laughs> I love watching Ailey's podcast. And then I've got Luli. Um, she's very talented as well. And she does sewing sometimes. And 
coming up to Advent, I used to love watching her take her Advent calendar yarn out of her Advent calendar. I can't remember if she bought one or she had made one up herself. Um, but I just really must have loved the unravelling of it. I don't know why, it must be a kind of like ASMR thing for me. But thankfully she spoke because I don't like the ones that don't speak. No, here's the noise. And then there's Hey Brownberry. And she's another video podcaster. I met her in Edinburgh Yarn Fest. And we were in a big room of podcasters. And I was feeling a little bit shy. And she was just so nice to speak to. And I've got a lot of time for her. And then there's Rusty Ferret, Leona. Who, (laughs) if you ever wanted to have a laugh, she's your kitty. And she dyes yarn as well. And then there's Katie Green of the Green Bean Podcast. And these... I'm still on videos. Yep, I'll be on videos for quite a while. Um, And Katie does lots of things. She's really good at drawing. And she lives down in... um, I want to say Wales now, because she moved. But um, I love watching her adventures. And then there's Kate over in Belfast with Hawthorne Cottage Craft and she's quite an aspiring knitting who's always up to something interesting and then we've got Quirky Monday video cast and the Crimson Stitchery. Now the Crimson Stitchery she stopped for a little while but she's got her all these ones all the videos and podcasts you can still go and get them. I better hurry up in fact speed up a bit here. Craft and a Coppa. Now She's a video podcast and she's the one that did the Granny Hexagon cardigan on a whole video and it took two hours, but you can fast forward it. So she's quite good to watch, very patient. And then I've got the Crochet Circle podcast, that's Fee. Hello Fee. And Crochet Cakes. So I think I've covered the crochets and the knitting. And then if you want just to have somebody stuck in your ears whilst you're walking the dog or um, you don't, you're not close to watching something, you've got TG Frog, Tanya over in Sky. Um, she's still on the go, but, oh, and Craft Lift, uh, she talks about knitting, but she actually gets somebody to read out a chapter of books that are out of copyright. So if you, and then she'll talk them like an English teacher would, sort of tell you things that make a difference in historical meaning and then if for instance you're studying the Count of Monte Cristo at school or your child is this is fantastic I listened to quite a few of her books over the years and she's still on the go that's Heather Ordover and then oh and Knit a Journey she's Susan Dolph she's wonderful um I heart Susan and then Yarns from the Plane is Nick she has still got her episodes up but has stopped podcasting um she sorry i don't know if it's yarn from blame or tales from the plane the podcast was tales from the plane and the her business was yarns from the plane which i have a little bit in my stash to use soon and then i'm going to finish on my top two which is they're not really my top two but they're my last two um twin set designs of Twin Set Jan and Twin Set Ellen, who is the cardigan and who is the sassy shell. I love those two. Um, Jan's not putting any out for a little while, but I'm living in hope that she will at some point. And then um, somebody who started about the same time as me 
knitting pipelines Paula. Now rest in peace Paula, she's passed a few years now but she, her ripples spread wide and um, she was a big advocate of wool and all things woolly. So I think her episodes are still there if you want to grab if you've never listened and hopefully then you too would all cast something on and do it in some wool. So listeners, this is the penultimate episode. I like that word penultimate when I can say it correctly. <laughs> I am going to carry on knitting on my little stockings for my bunting at school. Uh, we put up the Christmas tree today but we've still got a fair bit more to make it look sparkly because that was what the head teacher decided on she put it on the janitor he's got a wee uh, board that we put notes on can you fix this fan and this door and blah blah boring stuff and she's please make the school look sparkly <laughs> so i shall get on knitting day and i'll speak to you tomorrow for my last november november episode so Take care and keep on crafting.